Welcome everyone to Silver Streak News, episode 12. We'll be kicking it off by having a senior spotlight with Logan, and then we'll go to an end-of-the-year plan with Thomas, and then we'll have a student council update with Maddie. Immediately following, we'll have an interview with Jody, and then a senior graduation update, and finally, we have an announcement. And with that, off to Logan. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us again for Senior Spotlight this week. I am honored to meet with Kimberly Olson and Haley Hagedon today after much coordination. Thank you two so much for joining us today. So, uh, Kimberly, I'll start with you with my first question that I've typically been asking the other seniors is, give us a rundown of your plans after you graduate. Uh, my plan currently is to go to Alec Tech for one year, get my AA degree, and then transfer to university. I'm not sure which one yet. I'm well, at least you have plenty of time to decide. That sounds great. Haley, how about you? I plan to attend Bemidji State University next year and double major in both Spanish and social work. And I also plan to be involved in the honors program there. Okay, so a double major. That is actually somewhat of my plan. So I have someone I can coincide with. That's cool. All right, my second question. I've typically been asking the seniors in the past couple of weeks what teacher they're going to miss, what student they're going to miss, but I want to make it more particular to a class or an extracurricular that you say you're going to miss the most after you leave Osegas. I think the class I'm going to miss the most is study hall, but like we were in the online room. We've mm -hmm. had a lot of good memories from in there. Haley, what, what class are you going to miss? Um, I think also the online room, the office staff was very friendly and they were always willing to work with us and they gave us treats and candy and just really helped us to have our best educational experience. That's really cool. All right, my third question. What is your favorite Osakis business? And I'm pretty sure I know what the answer is, but go ahead, Kimberly. Yep, tip top, for sure. And um, what do you like better? Do you like the ice cream or the actual food? I like the ice cream the best. Also the answer I was expecting to hear, but Tip Top does an excellent job. So um, Haley. Um, okay, I'm a little biased, but personally I feel like O-Town is one of the best businesses in Osakis. They're very supportive of our community and the school and they are always willing to support our organizations and sports. That's cool. I'm glad you went beyond the actual food itself and into um, how they've supported our community. And I'm glad you said something besides Tip Top because, well, they're number one for me too. All right, my last question for you both is um, about your legacy on the school. Um, in the years to come, when you think, um, oh yeah, if someone thought of Kimberly Olsen or Haley Hagedon, what would you want to be remembered by? Well, personally, um, I would want to be like remembered about by like how hardworking I was and how much dedication I put into things. And I am making a mural for the school dedicated mm -hmm. to class of 2020, so I hope to be remembered by that too. Hardworking, dedicated, and a mural. Well, I will certainly check out that mural. And whenever I look at that mural, I'll think of Kimberly Olsen. That's awesome. And uh, how about you, Haley? 
Um, personally, I hope to leave the legacy that um, no matter how big your goals might be, they are absolutely obtainable. Like for myself, this year I was lucky to be able to also graduate from the Bemidji State PSEO program. And this was a great opportunity for me, just being able to get ahead with college credits. And I hope that underclassmen can also have this um, to their advantage and be able to get ahead and just start learning about how college really works in high school. That is awesome and very future looking. And I will definitely be encouraged by that when you leave. Um, in conclusion, you two will be very well missed when you leave. Um, thank you for being um, the strong and persistent people you are, especially amidst the coronavirus. Um, we love your positivity and encouragement to the rest of the school. Thank you so much for watching this episode of Senior Spotlight. We will see everyone next week. Thank you, Logan, for that wonderful Senior Spotlight. Now it's time to go over the rest of the year plans. First, grades 7 through 11th, all assignments will be due on Friday, May 22nd, and then no other assignments will be assigned. But you still need to check in for attendance, I mean, you need to. For Chromebooks, textbooks, lunch count fees, you'll need to turn those in at the high school office on May 27th from 7.30 to 4 o'clock. Now if you're falling behind in your homework, you'll need those extra three days at the end to make it up. You'll get extra help from teachers if you need it in order to get those in and get graded. Now an exclusive message to our seniors. All assignments for them will be due May 20th and no new assignments will be assigned. And students that have completed all assignments on Wednesday, May 20th, will still need to check in for attendance on May 21st. The Chromebooks, textbooks, fees, etc. will be collected at the high school office entry May 20th or 21st from 7.30 to 4. Now if you missing assignments, you'll need to continue to check in to attendance and we'll receive additional help from teachers uh, May 21st and 22nd. All their Chromebooks, uh, textbooks, library fees, whatever, will be collected May 21st, 22nd, 9 o'clock to 12. And all seniors that meet the graduation requirements will take part in the graduation ceremony on Friday, May 22nd. And with that, I'd like to hand it over to Madison. Thank you, Thomas. Last week, grades 7 through 11 voted for next year's student council members. This Monday, May 11th, the poll results were released. Many responsible and qualified students were elected for student council, and five students were selected for class presidents. The class president for next year's eighth graders is Jacqueline Dietrich. Jacqueline is looking forward to, quote unquote, collaborating with everyone in their ideas to host spectacular events. She is motivated to getting more people involved and is hoping to play an even more active role in the committee. Bria Hoffarth was elected as class president for next year's freshmen. She states that she couldn't be more excited to represent the freshman class next year and to organize events that were unable to occur this year. She is looking forward to bringing back the sense of community that our school currently has a strong lack of due to this long break. 
Bria wants this coming year to be, in her words, memorable, fun, and filled with positivity. The president of next year's sophomore class is Jack Church. This coming year, he wants to organize a really cool float, contribute to homecoming, and make Spirit Week as awesome as he can. Anna Woidala was elected as class president for next year's junior class. Anna is very excited to get back to school next year and engage in activities that we have all missed due to COVID-19. She is thrilled to be a part of the unique opportunity of partaking in the decision-making and planning process of school events, such as pep rallies, homecoming week, and sporting events. Anna thoroughly enjoys being a part of student council. She states, I am very hopeful that next year's student council will bring some positive changes to our school. The president of next year's senior class is Brendan Lawmeyer. He plans to reshape the student council in order to make it even more effective and to standardize meeting times and dates. He plans to have at least two meetings per month and create and send out a meeting agenda at least three days beforehand. Brendan wants to create a system based on the parliamentary system in the UK. The purpose of this would be to have a Speaker of the House who would preside over the meeting, making sure that everyone has their say and the meeting is not controlled by only one person. Brendan's desire is for the Student Council to become more involved in the school and the community with charity walks and other events. He states that he has many ideas and hopes that he will be able to execute most, if not all, of them. I also interviewed Ms. Limburner, current English teacher at Osakis, to experience student council from her point of view. Thank you so much for joining me today, Ms. Limburner. So I have a couple of questions for you concerning student council. I understand that despite this being your first year ever teaching at Osakis Public Schools, you have pretty much single-handedly taken on the responsibility of running student council. So, what have you learned through your experiences this year? Oh my gosh, single-handedly is probably overstating it. I got a lot of help from um, Mr. Helcher, who was in charge last year as far as I know, and I had a lot of help from obviously the kids in student council. So, I learned basically how everything runs because I only knew what it looked like at my high school and it looks very different at yours and so I needed a lot of help along the way and everyone in student council was willing to help and show me the ropes and it was probably a rough year for them but it really helped set the pace for how things will go in the future. That's really good. And um, what topics or issues do you hope to discuss or explore next year with the student council? That's a really good question. Um, so Obviously, there's the main ones, like we'll still take on homecoming and snow week and all of the events like that. And on my end, that's all I really am prepared for, but I know um, next year's student council wants to get more involved in everything. And so it'll be up to them to bring topics up to me and tell me where to start. It probably is gonna look a little different next year because that's what they wanna do. They wanna be more involved and I'm all for it. I don't exactly know what that'll look like though. Well, perfect. That's all I have for you. So thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Lipke. Welcome. Uh, I have with me today Jody Stotesbury, uh, the head cook uh, from Osakis. And so with, um, with school being, uh, having to be distance learning and kids eating meals, uh, how has that changed how uh, the school lunch program works? Um, every Monday we send out 
approximately 477 meals times five on Monday. So almost 4,300 meals are getting boxed up and loaded onto three of the Oseka school vans and then they are delivered. So we start packing on Wednesdays and Fridays for the following Monday. So it's quite a bit of work. Yeah, I, uh, how have you ran into any problems with that, trying to deliver the kids along the way or any sort of thing like that? Um, We've mostly run into, I will place my order from Cisco and it's not always that we get the product that I order. Like I'll order 20 boxes of chips and I might get uh, some kind of chili Dorito or flaming Hot Cheetos. Not necessarily the brands or the flavors that I asked for. So. We had to write a note and say, you know, this is what's happening at Cisco, and you have to just be happy with what you get, kind of thing. Because so, we're having trouble getting what we asked for. Um, so, is there anything you'd like to say to the uh, students or the community about the lunch program or anything in general? Well, I'd like to start and say I miss all the kids. I miss all the noise. It is very quiet in my kitchen. And uh, it is very different. It is a very different atmosphere at school. Even when we're packing, we're social distancing from each other. And it just it's just a little different. But we're really glad that People are receiving these meals and, you know, you can always sign up. We have three more deliveries that are scheduled so far, so anybody can sign up. Well, uh, thank you for your time. It's been nice. As the end of the school year approaches, so does our senior graduation ceremony. This year, due to the coronavirus, graduation will be completely different, as I'm sure you're all aware. Here's a quick update on the year's graduation plan. This year, all 2020 graduates will receive their awards at 6 p.m. at the school. Immediately following, the seniors will participate in a parade through downtown Osaka. The parade will begin at 7 p.m., and each senior will complete the route in their cars. From 6 to 7 p.m., the station KMGK 107.5 will provide coverage of the honor students, scholarship recipients, award winnings, and graduation speeches. Tune into the station or watch the parade in order to support our seniors. Hello, everyone. A quick announcement from Silver Streak News. As many of you probably know, Quite a shocking and traumatizing event happened last Thursday here in town. Ethan Lund, a classmate of mine, 15 years old, suffered from cardiac arrest. His heart was unresponsive for about 30 minutes and he was airlifted to the Children's Hospital in Minneapolis where him and his family have been this week. 
Obviously, they are in need of a lot of financial and emotional support right now. If you would like to contribute to Ethan's cause, I encourage you to visit their GoFundMe page. You can also find updates about his condition there. Otherwise, just keep him and his family in your prayers and thoughts. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for making this video possible and for watching. One more announcement before we leave you. Next week will be our last episode of the regular school year, so stay tuned for it. But we just want to thank you sincerely for all the support you've given the Silver Streak News team this first year. It has been tremendous. Until next week, I'm Logan. I'm Xander. I'm Maddie. And I'm Thomas. And we'll see you next week for episode 13. Bye! Bye! Bye.